My name is Emmanuel, and you are listening to the Curious Admires podcast, where we discuss trending topics and deep dive into music, movies, TV shows, and more. So, welcome back to another episode of the Curious Admires podcast, and I am joined by Lauren and Marissa. How are you guys doing? Great. Yeah. Very, I believe We're not every, lying. everyone believed that, that was the truth the most sincere answer i've heard we're like every single time we're like we're great and yeah. then it's just like i had a mental breakdown yesterday <laughs> so we're here to talk about episode six um which was titled a thousand little trees of blood gross we didn't even see any blood i yeah. didn't see any trees yeah <laughs> Um, so before we even get into the episode, general feelings about this episode? I don't remember much. So very forgettable. Mm-hmm. It gave forgettable. It gave bad writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It felt very, it felt like stuff happened, but like not a lot happened, if that makes sense. Nothing super eventful. I mean, <laughs> Maddie did well, get a gun pointed at her head. But that's well, the gag. Like yeah. so it's, much happened and nothing happened. Yeah. He just threatened her. He didn't actually do anything. Right, right. <laughs> now, if... No, I mean, like, I would have remembered that. Like, mm. if if he shot himself, I would have been like, oh. Yeah. Now this is a show. <laughs> <laughs> this is a show. Okay, so let's get into it with, like, we're going to break down by moment by moment. So the first big moment is Rue and this Jolly Rancher. Mm. Oh, my God. What does it mean? <sighs> let's try to figure it out. So we start the episode with Rue sitting at her dining room table with a Jolly Rancher in front of her. She grabs it and struggles to open it while a long string of snot drips out of her nose. Leslie brings her a glass of water and offers to help her, but Rue declines. Rue then continues to struggle to open the Jolly Rancher. Um, Then she lays her head on the table and starts to cry. Leslie then takes Rue to her bed and she starts the beginning of her withdrawals. Well, a continuation of all the withdrawals she's been having. So my question for you guys is, what did you think the Jolly Rancher represented? Well, right. (laughs) Well, (laughs) um, that's my favorite Jolly Rancher flavor. Yeah. Watermelon. The best flavor. Delicious. Um, <laughs> right? I, mean, I just she was, don't know. I know she was like struggling to open it, but then mm-hmm. she finally opens it after her phone call with Ali. Okay. So maybe it's like a mental thing where yeah. she feels like she can't do anything because of, I don't know, guilt. Yeah. Maybe that. Her, her addiction having effects on other people. Yeah. How and then we... she's also going through withdrawals because she was literally like shaking. Yeah. Uh, booger, it's snot. It's like, so I was like, can she like physically like not twist this thing? Yeah. Which I would believe because I feel like if you're going through withdrawals, like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that clear. Yeah. I mean, I just took it as like a representation of like how bad like a place she's in with these withdrawals like Mm -hmm. she can't even like figure out how to like open up a jolly rancher Mm -hmm. like the simplest thing you know if it was like annihilator i'd be like girl i get it sometimes you got to eat it with the paper on i'll be (laughs) literally (laughs) but i'm sober can't even get that boy open but um how do we feel about the snot too much 
She's committed. Right. Does she Cynthia have? Cynthia is acting. Viola Davis beat. <laughs> giving that. Yeah. yeah. But giving, I'm selling turnips every Sunday. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not Animal Crossing. I don't even know that. <laughs> I got the reference. Okay. Well, I guess somebody got it. He's like, huh? <laughs> but I don't think it was necessary. Like, okay. I didn't want to see it. That's what I should say. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes sense. Like, it's given, like, she has no control over nothing. Like, girl, you can't even sniffle that back up. Like, you just (laughs) going through it. So, I get why we got that, but I didn't want it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And her mom bought her water, but she couldn't bring her, like, a tissue. Right. (laughs) I would have just opened it. But maybe that's me just being too extra. I Mm. flew it and took it out of her hand and be like, here, girl. Right. I see you going through it. Yeah. So my next question is, do you believe Rue is truly done with drugs after seeing her experience the withdrawals, laying on the bathroom floor, crying, sweating all night, the fever, the diarrhea? Do you think she's actually done with drugs? Mm, No. I have to agree. We have a whole other season. (laughs) But maybe next season might be like her just like, living yeah and her like figuring out wow being sober is actually like doable that's so boring yeah. they would never <laughs> being sober I, is boring guys Zendaya does nothing <laughs> this season like i would want that mm-hmm. but i kind of like how gia was like i don't believe this girl yeah mm-hmm. like as much as she's like yeah i hit rock bottom girl did you mm-hmm. right did you really yeah yeah so the next moment is when Rue calls Ali. So Rue sits at the dinner table and um, picks up the phone to call him. Um, he answers and she apologizes for what she said. Uh, he accepts the apology and she wonders how he knows that she meant it. And he says the hour is certain to come, so we must forgive graciously. She says thank you and opens the Jolly Rancher and eats it. Uh, my question for you guys is what do you think Ali meant when he said the hour is certain to come? So we must forgive graciously. I think it's actually a Bible quote. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I really, it might be. I think so. Um, I think it's just like, I don't know. It's very like, girl, what, what's holding a grudge going to do? Mm-hmm. And he knows what she's going through. Like, he's the only one who truly knows what she's going through. So yeah. he's like, like, I get it. Like, I was there. I forgive you. Yeah. Better than me. That's for sure. Yeah, I felt like it just meant, like, we're all going to die soon. Yeah, soon. Well, one day. (laughs) It's coming. (laughs) Yeah, count your days. Um, Forgiving you because you don't have much time left. mm -hmm. Girl, you got two weeks to live. (laughs) Yeah, but that's basically what I took it as. Just, like, we're all going to die one day, so what's the point of holding a grudge? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which... I can't relate because I will hold a grudge until mm, the day boogie. I die. Yeah. My last dying words. Yeah. I'm taking that with me to the grave. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm too nice. Oh. I'm uh, like. Taurus. I'll forgive. We hold grudges. I'll keep the peace. I like fake hold grudges. Like, really? I hold grudges and then I forget it ever happened. Okay. <laughs> then I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Do I know you from somewhere <laughs> So, my next question is, were you guys surprised that Ali accepted her apology? No. Mm-mm. Mm. 
he's supposed he's supposed to like be there for her. He's her sponsor. Mm. Right. So I'm like he's he's he he's been through it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like he's been a good sponsor? Well, because I mean he's known Rue has been on drugs for a hot minute now, mm-hmm. and didn't say anything to her mom even after like he like introduced himself to her. And that's kind of like my biggest issue with him. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're her sponsor and your job, no matter what, is to be there for her and be honest with her and her family about what she's going through. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. While I see that and somewhat okay. agree, mm-hmm. I also feel like it's very like you going to get clean when you want to get clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's really nothing that we can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe he's got that more of a mindset. But I also agree, like, at least tell that girl mama. Right. Because she's still a minor. Yeah. Like, if yeah. she was grown, grown, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. I feel like it's also that kind of thing where he wants to establish trust with her. Okay. So yeah. it's kind of like... True. Like, you know, when you're, like, with your parents, like, they won't let you do certain stuff, but you go to grandma's house, and it's like, she's letting me eat all these cookies. Mm -hmm. Like, this is cool. Yeah. Like, grandma don't care. Okay, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, Because then you're, like, you form more of a bond, I guess. You probably open up more. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my last question, um, is since Rue and Jules are done, what do you think is going to keep Rue sober if we... Even though we don't believe she's going to stay sober. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're living in a fantasy world, what do we think is going to keep her sober? Her family, Ali. I'm going to say that both. Both. I think it really has to be her. Okay. Like at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. she got to have the willpower to like do it herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they all can't always be there for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, you have to find it in her heart yeah. about herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I felt like if the rumor that Elliot was gonna die, mm-hmm. if that ended up being true, I feel like that would be something that, that would make her be sober. I agree. But um, I heard even with that 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 was like an old script mm-hmm. that someone had, and so that's how like all these like rumors and theories have been flying around. But I do feel like if I feel like it would have to be like someone close to her, like passing away from what she's been doing to like really like hit her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the only reason that she stopped doing drugs is because she ran out of drugs. Yeah. That's real to you. (laughs) Also, like back to Elliot. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen because everyone hates that man. Yeah. Right. So like it wouldn't do anything. They'd right. Be, like, the emotional impact wouldn't. Yeah, be I guess you yeah. are right. Yeah. Mm. Which I don't see. I like Elliot. We like Elliot. We like yeah. Elliot. <laughs> On the other side of the table, they like Elliot. <laughs> but it was funny because Hunter Shafe. Um, because did you guys see the cover that all the girls from Euphoria were on? Yes. Yeah, and they all did like interviews and like Zendaya, and it was crazy because Zendaya was like, yeah, the um. Before, I guess, like, the pandemic or whatever, like, there was a completely different version of, like, this season. And mm-hmm. it all basically got thrown out. Of course. Which I was just like, mm-hmm. you honestly should have kept it. But um, I think Hunter, she had said something like, oh, when they first, 
um, when she first read the script and it brought in Elliot, like she didn't understand like why this man was like necessary. Like at first she didn't really get it, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, I kind of get it. I like, I feel that. Cause I'm like, why would you just throw a dude like the easiest writing plot, throw a dude in between two girls. Mm-hmm. So, which it, it, it's really dumb because nobody had to get thrown in the middle for that relationship to fall apart. Right. Like it was destined to fall apart. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. So Sam but, Wilson hates lesbians. <laughs> confirmed. Added to the, I love how his name just like continues to get dragged through the mud. Right. Through and through, day after day. Literally every not, day he's trending. Not a positive article. And he just hasn't really said anything. That's I think he likes funny. the drama. Probably. Mm. He's like, they're talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I had to comment under um the guy who plays Ali. I commented on, because he, which it kind of annoyed me. So this is why I commented. Because he posted a picture of him, him and Sam, Sam. And he was just like praising him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but he sidelined McKay's character, who's a black actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sidelined Kat's character. And he did all of that and replaced it with a bunch of unnecessary nudity from mm-hmm. all the actresses. And then, of course, like people who I guess feel like they're on Sam's payroll or whatever were like, oh, no, there was no nudity in the last two episodes. So what are you talking about? I saw that, too. But it's like, but the first four right. still exist. Yeah. And I saw Cassie's titties. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Literally. Like I blink and I can see <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> right. Literally. <laughs> So, yeah, so. But the next big moment was when Ali comes over for dinner. Um, He stops by uh, and brings over some food to cook for the family. Um, Rue offers to help, but Ali says that she's a diarrhea health hazard and kicks her out. Um, He then kicks Leslie Leslie out because he knows she's been washing Rue's ass. (laughs) And so he jumps in the kitchen with Gia and he tells her it's okay to be upset at Rue. And she says, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Which, this scene, I was really happy to see Gia, like, get some sympathy. Or just, like, someone was able to, like... Somebody cared about that girl. Right. For once. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was really nice to see from that scene. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, the next scene is Maddie and the tape. So, um, Nate has realized that Maddie has found out about him and Cassie, but she hasn't called. Um, then we cut to Maddie at um, the parents' house that she babysits for, and she's talking to Kat on the phone. And then this is a couple little lines. So Maddie says, you know when a kid shoots up a school and the parent says they had no idea, and everyone watching says you're an idiot? That's how I feel about Cassie. And Kat says, look, I never trusted her. <laughs> Maddie asks why, and Kat says, because she seems like the kind of person that would fuck your boyfriend. So now that was just messy. Were you guys surprised that Kat never trusted Cassie? She's just saying that. Yeah, she's fully lying. Okay. Sometimes you gotta you gotta play in your friend's delusion. Yeah. Yeah, girl, because I never trusted her. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, man. Yeah. But I agree with you. Yeah. I'm on your side. Yeah. But like in the ap- in the episode when it all got revealed, and I think we talked about this, but like Maddie looked back at Kat. Yeah. And there was kind of that look like, you and I knew something was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is it. Yeah. So, um, my next question is, do you think it's fake of Kat 
to um, have felt this way about Cassie, but like she's been hanging out with her the whole entire time. It's definitely giving fake, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's also just giving high school. Yeah. yeah, you just be hanging out with folks, be like, "Well, she's here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. So the next moment, um, Kat and Ethan break up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this was like, oh. So we cut to Kat, who you know was just talking to Maddie. And we find out she's actually at a restaurant um, with Ethan, and she's been on the phone with him the whole entire time. So once she's done with the phone call, Ethan gets up to kiss her, and she retracts as if she's surprised that he would do that. He apologizes and says he just wanted to greet her like he always does, which basically confirms he was sitting there the whole entire time, and she never said anything to him. Not a word. Sicko behavior. That's so weird that he got up to do that, though. You think so? Yes. Would you have retracted to? Yes. <laughs> well, it's because, like, it's foul of her to not say nothing that whole time to him. Mm-hmm. But also, sir, why are you sitting there? Yeah. Through this whole phone call. Yeah. Maybe it was just to be like, well, now I get to say hello to you. Yeah. It was a little petty. Because you're being but he rude. Deserves <laughs> but he deserves to get it to her. Yeah. 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 So I can't be mad at him. But I agree. Like, why would you sit there? Like, if we were on a date and I'd you're... Leave. I'd be, I would have been left. I'd be like, hi, hello. Right. Do you see me in front of you? Right. Mm-hmm. You ain't got nothing to say to me? Let me exit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd probably cry. <laughs> oh, definitely that. Definitely tears. <laughs> and mind you... <laughs> and mind you, this is what, like, the, what, fourth scene we've seen of them together mm-hmm. and what the second scene where they've been together and they've actually talked mm-hmm. so barely heard his voice literally. right Half so of his scenes he in shadow it's right or it's like him over the phone literally yeah. <sighs> terrible so um so then ethan asks why they're at the restaurant and kat says it's a date ethan isn't buying it since she made it seem like it was an emergency and he had to cancel rehearsal Kat says that she's been thinking about their relationship and she has a brain disorder. Ethan is confused and Kat says it's terminal. She says she's been thinking about um, all the hospital visits and maybe she'll have to leave school with the little time she has left. Ethan asks what the brain order, what the brain disorder is called. Kat says, no, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to Google it and then read about it. Ethan says, I feel like you're lying to me. Kat says, that's sick. And the fact that you think I would lie about something like that. Something that awful means there's a big problem in this relationship, which was literally what I was trying to say in the beginning. Ethan says, in the beginning, it sounds like you were trying to break up with me, and now you're using my skepticism as a reason to break up with me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cass says, that's your experience. <laughs> that's just your opinion. <laughs> Ethan says, no, I think that's the experience. Mm-hmm. Cass says, it's your experience of the experience. <laughs> Ethan calls it. Ethan calls her out on the lie and her lack of honesty and then breaks up with her and leaves. So that was a hot ass mess. But I want to know, do you guys feel like this scene was true to everything we know about Kat's character? Not no. at all. I was very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like, it just made no sense. Like, why would all, all of a sudden you're like, I got three days to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have to break up. Like, what is going on? Yeah. It doesn't feel like something that she would say. 
No, because like she's not a gaslighter. Yeah. That, but in the first season, she was way more like blunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like remember, she's like Maddie. I don't care what's going on with you. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I feel like she would just come out with it. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. break up. I don't like you no more. You're boring. Mm-hmm. You're lame. Which is he? Is he? We don't know because we, we don't even know. know. Hey, we don't even get to see him. So, why do you think Cat couldn't be honest to Ethan? The bad writing. <laughs> yeah. Aside, like... from, aside from the bad writing, <laughs> I feel like it's hard to break up with somebody. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I understand the last minute if she just like starting to and then stopped. Yeah. But not go to full gaslighting. Right. I just right. wish we knew the reason. Like, what did he do? Which that's l- so boring. That's so. Like, what was she sick of? Well, I think it, it's like one of the worst tropes and storylines of like miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. if you were bored, you should have just told him that. Yeah. Because something could have happened. Yeah. But you never voiced how you felt. Mm-hmm. So he don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that was basically my next question. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, no, you're good. You're good. It was because I know Barbie did an interview from that same magazine cover. And she was talking about her character, which was funny. But she said, like, what Kat's going through is kind of like a mystery. So my question was, like, based on what little we've seen of Kat this season, like, what do you think Kat is, like, struggling with internally? Or is it, like, because of the bad Having writing? Having a character. <laughs> because of the bad writing, can we not even, like, really... I think it's partially the bad writing. Mm-hmm. But what I think was maybe the goal is mm-hmm. just her being, like, just unsure. Because mm-hmm. even when it was, like, the scene where she met his parents, and they were like, tell me about yourself. And mm-hmm. she's, like, laughing and giggling and just saying random stuff, and she, mm-hmm. like, doesn't know. Yeah. So I feel like she's very, like, unsure of herself, mm-hmm. which would have been an interesting yeah. plot line yeah. if we got that. Also, right. it's high school. Yeah. No one knows who they are. Right. They could have gone into that more. I feel like it would be really interesting to see, like, what their relationship is like and why she isn't feeling it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. relatable. Just don't like people. Yeah. Like Sometimes you're like, you in my head was giving, but mm-hmm. you in real life is not. Yeah. Maybe he's just too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess with at Maddie's birthday party, she was like saying that, you know, he's perfect and... You know, he's this nice guy, but I'm just not into him. And Maddie was just like, oh, you shouldn't have to, like, you shouldn't um, think you want to be with him. It was home time. Like, you we get it. We yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't, you feel like, what you don't feel. And... Right, right. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, I just need more. Yeah. To, like, really understand, like, where she's mm-hmm. trying to come from. Because that wasn't even coming from Kat. Like, that was yeah. coming from Maddie. We right. really don't know. How Cat feels. Every mm. character just loves toxicity. Yeah. They all want a toxic relationship. <laughs> Which can sometimes be relatable. Yeah. <laughs> so, it can be. It can be. Sometimes it's giving. But not really. <laughs> yeah. So my last question um, concerning this scene. It's a personal question. Mm. Have you guys ever gaslighted someone? Definitely. Probably. 100%. I mean, you know who. Yeah. I was unsuccessful. 
Really? I definitely remember, like, middle school, mm-hmm. I would never do no school work. And I was definitely trying to gaslight my parents, like, no, they just didn't grade it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fully lying. Mm. Yeah, definitely um, a little bit of gaslighting in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But more so, like, when you're, like, having an argument and you're just like, I really just want to save this for tomorrow mm-hmm. and then like the person's just like oh you make me feel this way and which i don't do this anymore because we've grown mm-hmm. but i would instead of like apologizing for how i made that person felt feel i'd be like i'm sorry uh you took it that way or like i'm yeah. i've done that <laughs> i'm sorry you're feeling this way yeah. this really doesn't have to do anything with me i don't like that, that was not my intention yeah oh yeah that's no um, if anyone says that to me i'm like that's not an apology yeah say it the right way oh fully <laughs> yeah but it's like because you're not apologizing right but it just be because i'm not like i don't yeah. want to talk about this right now i just want to cap this and talk about it tomorrow yeah but just to give you this fake apology i'm sorry that it made you feel that way or i'm sorry that you took it that way <laughs> that's the killer i'm <laughs> sorry you took it that way <laughs> Yeah. It, sometimes that's how it be. Yeah. But as long as we learn and we grow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember what my gaslighting situation was. It really? was just, you know, that situation was very toxic. Yeah. Very he was toxic. gaslighting me. Oh, we know. <laughs> we were all being gaslighted. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was gaslighting myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, that one? Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this scene just was really bad writing. Um, definitely didn't feel like Kat's character, and it was almost like more comical than anything. Yeah, because she went into like, oh, um, why are you trying to make me feel like what you want me to feel? Did you like figure find this? Did you figure out how to like manipulate me through some like Reddit incel forum? And I'm just like, Kat. Yeah, right. It was just like. Ugh. And she's like, I can't believe you're breaking up with me. Right. Like, that's what you're trying to do. That's what you yeah. wanted. Then he leaves and she's like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> right? That was that was the tone was very weird. Like, yeah. am I supposed to laugh right now? Right. Yeah, I'm supposed to take this serious. Is this a dream sequence? <laughs> that's what it's yeah. giving. Yeah. It was her another one of her fan fiction. Right. <laughs> so the next big moment was Fez and Lexi on the couch. Um, So Lexi and Fez are on his couch talking about her play. Lexi says she's starting to have doubts about the play because of how she thinks Cassie will react. Fez says that sometimes people need to get their feelings hurt. So my question for you guys, do you agree that Cassie just needs to get her feelings hurt? No, I do. I do. (laughs) I agree. Marissa, why do we feel like Cassie's feelings need to be spared? Well, I mean... I don't know if necessarily for her. I was thinking like generally, I don't think you have to get hurt to move on from something. Because for me personally, mm-hmm. when I get hurt, that's when I'm latching on. I'm like, no, oh, wow. we have to change this right now. Oh, oh wow. Versus like when it, when it runs its course and I'm like, I'm sick of this. Then I'm like, I can leave this. Okay. But if I'm not like in control of the situation, I'm like, I have to get it back. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, I think Cassie needs her feelings hurt. In general, mm-hmm. do people? Some people need their feelings hurt, but it's not like just be mean to that person. Mm-hmm. I think like with Lexi's play, hopefully, like 
Cassie's really getting a smack in the face. So like, girl, this is how you're acting. Yeah. And everybody is about to see this is how you're acting. Like, you mm-hmm. can't hide behind whatever persona you didn't built up in your head. Mm-hmm. Delu- the delusion has to go. Right. Everyone's laughing at you. Nate makes fun of you behind your Get back. Because, <laughs> girl, you're messy. And you're yeah. a mess. Like, some people, I think some people need that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because she's just not getting it. Right. So, mm-hmm. even when she got exposed, you're still not getting it. So, right, like you don't understand that you're the one in the wrong. Right, the delusion. The delusion. Even though they were broke up, that's still her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, and that's your best friend. Yeah, (laughs) like that's like the first code in just like friend best friends you know friends girl code guy code like that's like the first rule don't date your friends ex mm-hmm. and you can even do that but i feel like that people in general girl you share homework notes with me right i'm not messing with your right. man <laughs> so lexi then explains what her play is about and fez compares it to a film called stand by me Lexi, Lexi loves that movie, and so does Fez, and they decide to put it on. After it's over, they sing the end credits together, and Fez slowly grabs Lexi's hand and reassures her that if her play is anything like Stand By Me, she'll have no problem. So my question for you guys is, do you feel like Fez and Lexi are good for each other? In the long run, no. But I thought it was a cute moment. Mm-hmm. I was grossed out really but that's because i'm just grossed out by romance okay so i was like i hate that this is happening <laughs> um i think they would make really good friends okay i can see that yeah right sure like, they would just be real good friends like i feel like lexi doesn't really want nothing from him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he listens to her and don't yeah. nobody listen to her so i feel like that would be that would be cute yeah mm-hmm. i wish we because this was what episode six mm-hmm. so and this is the second third yeah. scene we mm-hmm. see them together which bring it on back to sam levinson if we're mm-hmm. gonna try to build up a relationship make sure we see them more mm-hmm. like more than like two three times in an eight you know episode season yeah so maybe that's why i'm, in, I'm convinced like y'all have don't even hang out yeah which but I, from the vibe it's like Oh, we hang out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's our Thursday movie. <laughs> right. And she and another thing, which I don't know if this was just the script or the editing, like it was never brought up that like he asked her to come over or she like right. was yeah. talking she, like she was in cur- like she had like two curlers in her head Dude. for like half the episode and yeah. then she's just over on his couch. Yeah. So right, I'm just like, like girl, how you know where he's staying? Like, right. We got none of that. Like, I would have liked him to call her and be like, hey, so what you doing? She's like, nothing. It's like, oh. Hey, look, see how it works. Right. <laughs> like, these are the things yeah. that I would like to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Also, have you seen Stand By Me? No. I know of it, but I. Uh... I haven't seen it. I put it on Netflix one time. I wasn't mm. paying attention. I know. I think they find a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> the, no, that's the, that was like another weird thing. It's a group of like young boys and they find a dead body and then they like bond over it. Yeah. Um, I think as they like 
go grow older they either grow apart or it like mm-hmm. brings them back together something like that but there is 100 percent a dead body involved yeah that's all i know yeah yeah well, yeah. well if her if her plays anything like that right it's gonna be it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the next moment was nate and his mom drinking so Nate comes downstairs with his dad pissed still on the floor and he walks into the kitchen where his mom is drinking. He joins her and they discuss his anger, which he says, um, which she says is directed at anyone while Nate says it was just directed at his, at his dad. Um, the conversation continues and Nate tells her about the Cassie and Maddie situation. And then his mom um, says that she's happy and proud of him uh, for choking her at the carnival because he was standing up for his mom. So how did that comment make you guys feel about Nate's mom? Gross. Very gross. Because girl, what? You're proud that your son choked somebody out? And you delusional because he was not defending you. You do not care about you, lady. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to choke that girl. Yeah. Do you feel like from a mother standpoint, like, because the carnival thing was like, they were having like a chili cook off and then Maddie was on what? Molly? Yeah. So um, she knocked over the chili. I know I'm, I'm not sorry. supposed to. I'm not supposed to be here because I'm dressed like a hooker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so. Called her a cunt. <laughs> oh my god. So just like it's embarrassing because girl at your big age, right? You really in your feelings with this high school girl? Well, she's still stuck in high school. Well, yeah, reminiscing. I think Nate says something like that. Like, you're acting yeah. like a teenager. Yes, yes. What if I get a new husband that's your age? But that's how some boy moms be. Especially the... Oh, yeah. I'm pointing at my hand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just be like hardcore enablers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So it gives me that vibe. Yeah. So the conversation continues and basically kind of like everything Marissa said... Um, the mom suggested that she could date a guy Nate's age, you know, give him a new stepdad. Um, Nate gets angry and tells her that she's acting like a teenager. And then his mom wonders how Cal, who is deeply flawed, could raise someone who is even more deeply flawed. So my question is, do you think Nate is so flawed because of the parenting or because of the toxic masculine society that he's had to grow up in? I think it's probably a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I also feel like us as viewers are kind of like Cal when he was like, I don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really get that vibe. Like, who are you? Why are you this mad? Like, yeah. what's going on? Also, like, watching his dad's porn. Like, that that had to have messed him up. And yeah. just, like, the fact that he continues to watch it. Mm. That's what's sick and twisted. But yeah. extra sick and twisted, because your dad knew mm-hmm, that yeah. you were... Mm-hmm. Oh. But do you want to be confused? Why mm-hmm. is my son messed up? Because you did that. Yeah. yeah. Change the lock. <laughs> stop recording people. Stop, yeah, right. stop doing it. Yeah, but I felt like it was... I don't know. I blame the parenting. And I think Cal... Mm-hmm. Um, which I questioned the mom just from like how she felt about like Maddie getting choked. Cause it's just like, mm-hmm. take out the fact that you're like Nate's mom and she did call you a cunt. Um, like, why would you want to see another woman like go through 
like physical abuse, especially at the hand of your son. And then there was the whole entire police thing, the charges, mm-hmm. which I think the charges were dropped at yeah, the end. Of course they were. Um, so then it gets blamed on us, right? Tyler. Yeah. Wasn't that his name? Yeah. 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 So I just. I question her as a parent, but I feel like Cal just kind of, like, passed down the generational trauma that he got from his dad. Definitely. Well, I feel like she's very, like, passive. Mm-hmm. Because when she was trying to, like, All right, we should have put you in therapy. Well, girl, if you thought that, you should have done it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Cal was not going to be, like, like, snatch him out the therapy room. Right. Like, that wasn't what was going to happen. Like, yeah. if you really wanted to do that, you would have done it. But you don't care for real. Yeah. Yeah. So the next big moment is Cassie's mental breakdown. So Cassie has been calling Nate nonstop. Um, Her mom is so worried about her that she had Lexi hide the knives in the bushes. Cassie then comes downstairs to explain how she's not the bad guy in this situation to her mom. She says everyone thinks that she hooked up with Nate while him and Maddie were together, but that's not true. And there was no crossover. Cassie's mom brings up the fact that um, it's the principle of the situation and that you don't fuck your best your best friend's boyfriend. Cassie then screams at her that that's the point. They weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. So my question for you guys is, do you think it makes it any better or worse that Nate and Maddie weren't together when they were hooking up? It doesn't change anything. No. I wouldn't date a friend's ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely that's nasty. Not. <laughs> Especially one that beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know that happened. Yeah. But I think it's like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I think it's like, like her whole breakdown is a whole bunch of projection. Because, mm-hmm. girl, everybody know there's there was no crossover. Mm-hmm. We don't care. Right. We're still in the wrong. Right. Like I feel like when somebody feels like, oh, I did something really wrong. I have to grasp at any little semantics that I can get to be like, but I'm not because Mm -hmm. two plus two does equal four. So y'all can't be mad at me. Yeah. Um, so the next question, after all of this, do you think Cassie ever considered Maddie a true friend? Cause I feel like to do that to your friend, like, I don't know. Like did, if I could sleep with your ex-boyfriend, did I ever really consider you a friend? Or is it just like I put boys before everything? That might be it. Okay. That might be it. But at the same time, I agree with you because, girl, you calling Nate nonstop? <laughs> mm-hmm. You ain't even think about Maddie? Mm-hmm. Right. You ain't want to even send a text? Mm-hmm. Like, did yeah. you care about me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were just at her birthday party. You guys were crying. You threw up in her pool. Well, that was actually her house. Yeah. But that you, was... I had my birthday party at your, your house. Mm-hmm. And then you fucked my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And then you calling him nonstop. Yeah. After I find out. Yeah, girl, you did not care about me. Mm-mm. Yeah, so... After that, um, Cassie then starts screaming from the kitchen when her mom and Lexi rush in to find her on the floor holding a corkscrew to her wrist. Her mom grabs it from her and Lexi starts questioning Cassie about if Nate is the reason she ratted out Fez. Cassie says Nate had nothing to do with it and they weren't sleeping together. Um, Lexi asks, well, when did you start sleeping sleeping with him? Cassie says she doesn't know, but Lexi is making her feel bad. 
Alexi then says, you fell in love with someone who spent years making fun of you. It's just sad. So my my question was, um, which I feel like we kind of, Marissa just brought this up not too long ago. Mm-hmm. But did you guys remember like everything Nate said to McKay about Cassie, like at the beginning of last season about how she's a slut and she like sluts want to be treated a certain way, which led to McKay being super rough with Cassie mm. that one scene. I didn't remember that. Okay. <laughs> I vaguely remember it because I remember talking about it. Mm. Like when they first hooked up, I was like, wasn't he shit talking her the whole yeah. first season? And I was correct. So, girl, that's really crazy. That mm. man don't even like you. He thinks you're trash and you're doing all this. Yeah. It's embarrassing. What is love to a high schooler? Yeah. He fell in love with this man. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> a boy. Not even a man. He's in high school. <laughs> so my next question is, do you feel like if Cassie knew everything that Nate said about her in the first season, do you think that would change how she felt? Because nope. no. Lexi said that she was kind of like, mm-hmm. rut rope, what? <laughs> she probably knew. Mm. That'd probably make her like, a, like him even more. Oof. That's dark. Well, well she's going full toxic. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I like that I'm your secret. She's probably like, yeah. Call me a slut. <laughs> I show, am a whore. <laughs> yeah. Show my nudes to everyone. <laughs> I don't know if that. <laughs> but that's literally what he did in the first season. Like yeah. McKay hadn't even seen like the videos or the pictures because he was talking about how much he likes Cassie. She's mm-hmm. a good girl. She's into cars. And then McKay's like, "Oh, she's not a good girl. Let me show you what she really does." So, and it's just weird to think about that. And then now it's just like. This has been the whole entire season. This guy, mm-hmm. Nate, who was just dogging her out, is into her. Mm-hmm. But That's what don't make sense. Right. That's what's not clicking. Like, yeah. when Nate had the concussion, he's like, I'm a little Cassie. Mm-hmm. You've been shitting on this girl since you knew her. Right. So it's not adding up to me. It's the brain damage. It's the brain damage. Right. Maybe he just doesn't remember. Again. You gotta get beat up again. <laughs> <laughs> Let me jog your memory. Right. So Cassie comes back into the living room and asks, who said Nate was a bad person? Rue, because if you want to talk about bad, if you want to talk about people, let's talk about Rue. Lexi says it doesn't matter. And her mom says Rue has had a very hard life. Cassie says not harder than ours since our dad, our dad um, stopped calling and hers died. Right. She then says to Lexi that if she wasn't such a fucking loser with no self-respect, you drop her because she treats you like shit. Her mom tells her to stop. And Cassie says, I can't say it to her, but you two can say it to me. Her mom then says she never said that she didn't have self-respect and Cassie screams that she doesn't have to because she can fucking feel it. So my question is, do you think Cassie was right about what she said to Lexi about her relationship with Rue? Just a teach. Okay. Because Rue does like do Lexi dirty Mm -hmm. in the first season and we don't even see them interact for real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This season. So... I would have the same advice. <laughs> like, go and drop her. Yeah. And if she's a drug addict, go and leave her alone. Mm-hmm. But also, Cassie, you're living in delusion. Because mm. nobody even said nothing to you. <laughs> we really trying to get away from you. Right. Like, you feel like you have no self-respect. Because mm-hmm. you don't. Like, that voice in your head, it's not us, girl. It's you. Trying to help you out. <laughs> yeah. I definitely was like, Oof. if she would have said it differently... Yeah, I would have been like, okay, yeah, because every scene that Rue and Lexi are in together, um, I guess besides the scene where Oklahoma, mm-hmm, thing, right. 
But like Rue always uses her. She rused her. She used her um, for her pee. I think mm-hmm. in the first season, mm-hmm. and then this season she used her for her house to uh-huh. like steal from her mom. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely right. But I feel like Lexi just wants to see the good in Rue. I don't think she mm-hmm. lacks self respect. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Also agree. Also, Cassie's kind of a friendless loser. Yeah. That's the real tea. Yeah. Up at 4 a.m. <laughs> doing her skincare routine. <laughs> right. Trying to look. Girl trying to hurt yourself with a corkscrew. Right. You're lame. Right. You're a loser. Over a man who don't even like you. Right. I'm never going to let it go. <laughs> I also saw something interesting on Instagram about how. Um, Cassie basically lost her whole support system. Like, she lost her whole friend group. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's pushing her closer to Nate. Mm. And, like, in contrast with, like, Rue has this, like, great support system. She has, like, her mom, her sister, Ali, and, like, is really, like, helping her through it. But then at the same time, Cassie, you pushed yourself away from the support system. Right. That's true. Like Lexi and your and your mom is still there. Right, that's They're your family. Still there for you, that's your family. They not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. But you the one that's like, y'all hate my guts, and y'all think I'm a terrible person, and yeah. nobody is saying that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. My second question, which we kind of already answered it, um, but <laughs> it was, do you think Cassie was projecting when she brought up having those with self respect? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. So the next moment is Maddie and Samantha. So Maddie is trying on Samantha's dress when she gets a text from her that she's on her way. Maddie goes to take off the dress and the camera pans down to a digital clock with a camera lens on it. Did we notice the camera lens? Not until you said it. Okay. (laughs) What do we think that means? Uh, Well, she's watching her. Mm -hmm. Right. They know that she used to put on all the clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't know where in the show, like, what are we about to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember, um, I think from Minka Kelly's interview, she was saying that originally when she was offered the role, it was very vague. I think it was a paragraph. Mm -hmm. And then it was only supposed to be like a one episode thing or like Mm -hmm. something very short. And then Sam expanded it Mm -hmm. um, to basically she can be like an older version of Maddie. But, and then of course she talked about the scene from, I think like the third or whatever episode it was when she was getting undressed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering the same thing. Like, so if the character started off super vague, then you expanded it, which was cool. But like, where is it going? And why are you putting in all these like sexual innuendos between this grown woman who's supposed to be a representation of Maddie when she's older? Yeah. And like. How originally she was supposed to, like, take off her dress and, like, be fully naked yeah. in front of Maddie. Like, what is that supposed to do? Right. Right? It just doesn't make sense. Like, having the one character, mm-hmm. like, one episode off, that would have made more sense. Yeah. But now that we keep seeing her, it's like, why are you here? Yeah. yeah. So, Samantha comes inside and tells Maddie that they should go drink some wine in the pool. Not weird at all. Um, so Maddie joins her and tells her all about Nate and Cass, the Nate and Cassie situation. Samantha tells her that she did the same thing in college to her best friend because he gave her the right amount of attention at the wrong time. Um, so 
that in this moment they were kind of bonding over that. Did this make you feel any different about Maddie and Samantha's relationship? Like, okay, like she can mentor mentor her, or is it still creepy because this is a grown woman having wine with a underage girl? Yeah, I yeah. still think it's weird. Okay. It's weird, and then that scene made it make less sense because mm. how are you supposed to be the older version of Maddie? Mm-hmm. But you used to be doing Cassie behavior. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like, how is that? How yeah. am I supposed to take that? Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's oh. weird. And there's only two episodes left. So, do you feel like the camera in this relationship, do you think it's going to, like, go anywhere? Like, get, are we going to see the full picture? Or do you think it's just going to kind of, like, stay vague? I think it's going to stay vague. Okay. I think we're not going to get an answer. That's going to be so disappointing. I, I think that's going to happen too, but mm. I wish it wouldn't. Yeah. I want to know what's going on. I feel like the season finale is going to be disappointing. You think so? It's just too much going on. Right. Like, you can't wrap up everything. Yeah. In this one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless that boy, like, three hours. Right. Mm-hmm. But it better not be. <laughs> <sighs> So the next moment is Faye and Custer. Um, Faye goes to take out the trash in the pouring rain when Custer calls her over into an alley. He explains that he's been working with the feds who are looking into pheasant ashtrays and vomit into Mouse's death. Um, He continues and says that he'll be coming over soon to talk about some things. He'll be coming over soon to talk about some things and Faye needs to stay out of it. Of course, while this is all happening, Ashtray is peeing, um, and we see he has like a monitor um, recording everything from outside at all angles. So my question for you guys, um, were we shocked that Custer was working with the police? No, he's a dummy. Mm -hmm. He's like, she's like, oh, are you cooperating with the police? He's like, I don't know what that means, but I'm helping them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he, he gave snitch vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't surprised, um, but yeah, I wasn't surprised, and then I kind of just hope that Faye tells Fez. Me too. Because if Me she three. doesn't, it's it's all, like, it's she's done too. It's over. Yeah. yeah. All I have to say is, allegedly, my man is supposed to die this season, Fez, and if he does, is this going to be the episode? Yeah, because he's Let's supposed... talk about the promo. Oh, yeah. Because his seat is empty. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll be there, shorty. Front row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not there. He's not there. And also, the seat wasn't in the front row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the seat's empty. Yeah. He got flowers. Yeah. He got dressed up. It's so adorable. Like, he's not going to a high school play, but it's so cute. But if they kill him... I heard it's supposed to be Ashtray. <gasps> yeah because they're supposed to be the drug bust so and there's like a big shootout so at first i heard that it was Faye, ashtray and fez and then now i'm hearing that it's Faye and ashtray who get killed in the shootout and then fez just gets arrested what if That'd like be good. what if grandma wakes up i hope she does <laughs> and then she... she's like not my kids well grandkids <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> and then she t- she takes the bullet for them yeah 
Which that's like a plot. That's that would be such a good plot point for her to wake up. Yeah. Because we keep st- trying to steal her drugs. Like, wake her up. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um, I can see it being ashtray. Yeah. Because we really focused on this season of. On how he jumped the gun too fast. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's ready to throw hands at a moment's notice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be sad to see him go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't care about him. Yeah, I don't really care about him. But I know he's an important character to Fez. So yeah. I know if he mm-hmm. does die and Fez um, somehow makes it out. That Fez is not going to recover. Well. But you see, seeing the, the girlies on Instagram been listening after him. And I think it's very strange. <gasps> Because he's like, they're children. No, grown. Oh, yeah. Adults. Yeah, he did like an interview for um, MTV, and he's like 15. Yeah. Not even of age whatsoever. But um, yeah, he was just like, oh, yeah, people like DM me marriage proposals or they'll DM my mom. Like, I'm an A plus student, this, that, and the third, which is very weird. That's interesting. Um, yeah. This was crazy. Like, the other 15-year-olds mm-hmm. thinking he's cute, that's fine. Yeah. That's understandable. Right. But the grown adults. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. He looked 12. Right. Now I'm a straight A student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, stuff like that, I'm like, your child. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Um, so, the next big moment is Nate, Maddie, and this gun. Mm. <sighs> so, Let's get into it. Maddie enters her bedroom and Nate can be seen in her mirror's reflection holding a gun. But Maddie doesn't notice it and starts changing in her bathroom. When she comes out, she sees Nate who says, don't worry, I'm not here to apologize. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, if you were Maddie, would you have noticed Nate? Like, Probably would you not. have felt his presence? No. I would. No, I would have done something weird. <laughs> Fully talking to yourself like, oh my yeah. God. I would have felt it. I would have seen him, but I also like have severe anxiety and be mm. paranoid. So every time I go into my apartment, I'll be like, "Who in here?" <laughs> Check it all the corner. So I, right. I, I would have saw him. Yeah, mm. you'll be that person when you get your car and like you get into it. You oh, very much the, that. Yeah, check very the back. <laughs> check it underneath. Right. Who here? Right. So Nate comes towards Maddie with the gun, and and she says, "I love you. I love you." Which mm. I was like. That was like a really sad moment, but I was proud of her because she was thinking on her feet. Right. Mm-hmm. Had that been Cassie, would have folded on her knees, screaming, crying. Please don't take me. <laughs> Probably would have <laughs> flashed our titties. Like. <laughs> no, we're just taking her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I felt Maddie at that moment. Like, mm-hmm. girl, yes, you're the love of my life. <laughs> I'll go to college with you. I'll have your baby. <laughs> I would have been grasping at every Right. Stroke. No, my phone just been dead. (laughs) (laughs) So um, they get on the bed and he asks her for the disc and she says she doesn't have it. He then empties the gun except for one bullet and points it at Maddie's head, then points it at his head and starts pulling the trigger until she tells him it's it's in her purse. He gets up, grabs the disc and tells her sorry and that there were no bullets in the gun. Um, Maddie is left crying on the bed and Nate leaves and says goodbye. So my question for you guys is why do you feel like Nate had to go to that extreme to get the disc back? He didn't have to. He didn't have to. And like he's crazy, but I didn't think he was that crazy. Mm. 
And originally it wasn't even written that way, according to Alexa Demi, because originally she was just supposed to give the disc to Hunter. Which that's where I thought at first it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought he was going to have the gun to her head, like, give me the disc. She'd be like, I don't have it, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. And then cut to Jules with the, watching it or just right. with the disc. Mm. Like, that would have been a gag, too. Yes. So. But why why do all that? Right. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, traumatize yes, her even more than she's already, like, emotionally traumatized from last season. Right, when he was choking her out. Right. Didn't it say it was just a joke? Guys always do that. But you gonna point a gun at my <laughs> Guys head? always point guns at you. It's a joke. <laughs> it's no. a joke. Like, we didn't see you empty all them bullets and then, like, put the one back and then <laughs> Russian roulette. Mm-hmm. Which, the gun pointed at his head, I would have been like, just do it. <laughs> Me and him would have been looking at each other like, <laughs> <laughs> keep pulling that trigger. Right. Do you want me to pull it? <laughs> right, I take it. <laughs> well, you guys are braver than me. I would not be having a good time either way. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be having a good time. No, no, but like, but... still, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that on me. I'd be like, I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't want the guts on me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that oh, would have been gross. That would have been like trauma. I'm, but in my head, I'm like, you already traumatized me. You might right. as well go all the way right. since we're here. <laughs> since you wanted to be this big and bold. Right. <sighs> So, the next scene is between Nate and Jules. Um, Jules gets in the car with Nate um, with a box cutter in her sleeve. Uh, Nate apologizes for everything he's done because she didn't deserve it. He gives her the disc and explains how he got it and that she can do whatever she wants with it. Jules questions him on if there's copies, who's seen it, and if Cal knows about this. He says no and he doesn't know. So, as she gets out of the car... Nate says that everything he said before was true. And she says, same here. So my question for you guys is, do you think Nate has genuine feelings for Jules? Why else would he give it back? Right? I don't know. That man is twisted. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's capable Mm -hmm. of the full extent of emotions. Mm -hmm. But the most he can have, he has for Jules. Yeah. Clearly. They're very similar. Mm-hmm. in what they want basically i think that they both like want attention they both just want attention that's the end of the, the sentence oh, oh okay <laughs> they're similar what they want okay I mean, they did have, like, a connection, it mm-hmm. seemed like, in the first season when they were messaging back and forth. Yeah, yeah like, he was smiling and everything. Yeah, so I definitely believe, like, there was something there and they had a bond. I feel like um, he definitely is, like, hiding a different... He obviously has a completely different side to him. Mm-hmm. And Jules has seen it. Um, so, of course, like, during the first season, like, she was just kind of, like in that honeymoon stage, mm-hmm. um, not knowing who he actually was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can see how they could, like, have some things in common, for sure. Yeah. I think it's just, like, Nate is so polarizing, and especially after he just pointed a gun at somebody. Um, it's just, like, hard to see them having anything in common, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just hard for me to believe him. Mm-hmm. When he was literally just pointing a gun at this girl's head. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And, she's and are like, you nice and sweet? She's mm. like, oh, did you like become a good person now? Obviously but not. Also, <laughs> but also when he was like, if you knew what I had to do to get this tape, and he's like smiling. Right, I was like, yeah, joke. Like, like you think this is funny? But then you also didn't have to do all that. Right. Like nobody told you to do all that. But then also on top of it, he was like, you didn't deserve any of this. Maddie deserved all the stuff you didn't right. See? Mm-hmm. They hate minorities. And my next question, that's very true. Um, my next question was, do you feel like this is the beginning of Nate's redemption arc? Because there's been a lot of discourse mm-hmm. about whether this is like a redeeming. He, he's like, did he like redeem the situation with Jules? Yeah. Yeah. I think, did we talk about this last week? Mm. I think we talked about it a little bit. Because in the after show thing, Sam Levinson was basically like, this is his redemption. Yeah. So, I don't like when people lie to me. Right. And I feel like he's lying to me. Mm -hmm. Like, in what world would anybody take that as, oh, he's redeemed himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Or he's on the road to redemption. Yeah. No, you just pointed a gun at this girl's head. Right. You just dug yourself deeper. Mm. Yeah, I... And that was, like, the thing, um... Because I know Sam said this season is basically just about, um... What? Forgiveness and that people can get second second chances. Well, you know... The girls are gonna forgive Nate. (laughs) They're gonna be like, oh, but he's so nice now. He's changed. No, they're like, oh my gosh, he's so tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude. <laughs> he can do whatever That's why. he wants. <laughs> That's why. I yeah. get it. He's good looking. I don't. I, the character, though? Yeah, I get it. The character... Um, Evil. I'll, yeah. I don't get it. At Like, at this point, if I ever see the actor in the streets, mm. sir, I'm calling the police. Because yeah. my life is in danger. Yeah. Which I've heard the actor um, is very... Uh, he's definitely, like, a social climber when it comes to his relationships. Mm. So, okay. I've heard that, because um, he was just dating Cindy Crawford's daughter. Oh, okay. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Right. And I don't then, got no pool, no way. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was dating Zendaya, so. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I definitely don't. I feel like this is Sam Levinson's attempt at a redemption mm-hmm. arc for him, but it just does not work, and it kind of is just like a slap in the face to the domestic violence and what he just did to Maddie, him beating up that dude in the first season mm-hmm. him blackmailing jewels with her own nudes mm-hmm. that he got from her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's just kind of a slap in the face for me. So, yeah, I think they're, they'll definitely try to redeem him, but they have a long way to go. Yeah. yeah. Jules needs to be like, Hey, Jules should have stabbed him. Right. That's what she should have done. Right. She should have been like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> then he got to be in the hospital for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Then maybe you can start to redeem him. Right. Like something needs to happen to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know in real life, like some people is abusive and you know, they go and live in their life and they fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is a TV show. Right. So, we need justice. Beat him up again. <laughs> yeah. For the whole season three, every episode, just beat him up. <laughs> so the next moment is when Cassie goes to Nate's house. So gets, Cassie gets a call from Nate um, to pack her shit because he'll be outside in 10. And she quickly was ready to go. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so as she walks downstairs um, to go and leave, she stops and looks over and her mom is sitting at the dining room table looking at her in disappointment. Um, they stare at each other for a moment and then Cassie proceeds to walk out of the door and she gets into Nate's car and they go to his house. So my question for you guys is, why do you think Cassie's mom didn't stop her from leaving? Because Cassie's going to do what she wants. Mm -hmm. I feel like, for one, I think she's 18 in the show, so her mom can't really do anything. Well, if it were my parents, they would do their best. That's a different story. (laughs) My mom would have tackled me. Girl, you're not leaving this house. But anyway, I also think um, that her mom feels like, Girl, you're just going to have to go through this. Yeah. Because clearly me being there for you and Lexi being there for you, mm-hmm. like, you just got to go through this hell that you're mm-hmm. about to go through. Right? Yeah. Kind of like what Rue's going through. Yeah. Like, the only way you're going to change is if you make that change for yourself. Yeah. 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 Sad. And it, yeah, it's sad. It's embarrassing. It is. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I'd probably do the same thing, though. Uh- <laughs> Don't say that, Marissa. <laughs> We wouldn't let Marissa do No, it. we did not. <laughs> but it's just, like, sad because, like, her mom, which she's not the greatest mom because she's always drinking, mm-hmm. but she at least tries. She has some points. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's definitely always made a point. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's just kind of like, I felt like it was really sad for her to just be like, you know, she just has to go through it. You know, so it's just sad because, like, girl, you just down bad. Yeah. You have to move in with this boy. Right. She better call Nate's mom. Mm. Hey, Marsha. My daughter's over there. Send me updates. <laughs> I would have been like, hey, Marsha. Kick her out. Tell that bitch she can't come back home. <laughs> right, that that would have been the black mom. So, <laughs> so she's either there or she's stuck. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so then we cut to um, them in Nate's house. Uh, Nate walks Cassie up the stairs and into his room, and his mom watches and waves to her. She waves back. Um, when he shuts his door, Cassie says, I ruined my entire life for you. Nate kisses her, and then she starts to push and hit him until she stops and kisses her again. So my question is, do you guys feel like Cassie ruined her whole entire life? No. No. <laughs> but I also, when she's pushing him, I'm like, girl, you don't even mean it. <laughs> right. It was. It reminded me of the construction site. When she oh, like when ran, she ran away, away. Mm-hmm. like girl, you're just embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did what did she ruin? Her friendship with you, Maddie. You can get some new friends. Yeah, yeah. It's high school. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna talk to them ever again. Right. Yeah, you might talk to like one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think about um, Nate's mom waving at her and just like watching? Is that just kind of like okay, that's Nate's mom as a parent? Or... Well, I think it's embarrassing because earlier when... Well, not embarrassing. I think the mama is stupid. But mm-hmm. earlier when her and Nate were talking mm-hmm. and she was like, Maddie's the type to trap you with a baby. No, Cassie is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in the first season, she wanted to keep that baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... But she also likes Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. More than Maddie. Mm-hmm. She's like... I like that girl. Because she hate brown people. (laughs) (sighs) So the final moment is Rue and her family having dinner with Ali. 
So everyone is at dinner when Ali asks if Rue thinks she's hit rock bottom. Question from the last episode. Her mom says yes, but Rue says that she'll go to rehab and come back and apologize after she sorts all of her shit out. Gia is skeptical, but Ali says to have hope. Then it cuts to Gia getting into bed with Rue, and Rue says that she feels like she doesn't know anything about Gia's life anymore. Gia says she'll tell her all about it when she gets back. Um, The final scene cuts to Leslie on the phone with an inpatient hospital when she finds out they can't take Rue in. She bursts into tears, begging them to take Rue in because she knows that Rue is going to kill herself. So my last question is, do you think Rue can get sober without going to this inpatient hospital or rehab? Mm, It's going to be hard. That's going to be tough. I I I don't know. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't see it happening yeah because i feel like she needs that structure mm-hmm. but then it's just like i mean at the beginning of the last season you were coming back from rehab and it didn't help at all right right you were at fezes in like 2.5 seconds yeah yeah but that Very was a really sad. that was a hard watch she's like she's gonna kill herself like yeah. and i guess that's something that like happens a lot i believe like, in the it. real world oh, really yeah. And, like, people just can't get help. Yeah. Mm. yeah but then that has to be hard, like, facing the reality that, like, my child does not want to be here no more. Yeah. Like, that's got to be rough. Yeah. But Leslie's a really good actress. Oh, yeah. She is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gives it to the girls. Yes, every single time. So, my last question. Mm-hmm. Um, this was... Yes, as always. It was a rough episode, but what did we admire most about this episode? Mm-hmm. I got it. Ooh. So when Nate is in Maddie's room, that shot of him in the reflection mm-hmm. and like her changing her clothes, oh my God, terrifying. Yeah. It was amazing. It was yeah. great. That was mine too. Job. Okay. <laughs> it was just so well done. Mm-hmm. And then like, I think it was like, the perfect length of time mm-hmm. of me being like, girl, turn up, yeah. girl, you <laughs> don't feel that? It was such a long take. Yeah. And like, it felt like a horror movie. Right. Very much so. They should do that. Yeah. Halloween theme <laughs> Yeah. It was an uh, unnecessary uh, whole entire situation, mm-hmm. but that was a really good shot. Because I yeah. felt like at first, did you guys notice him there? When she first like opened up her door, or did it take a second for you to it realize? It was like a second. Okay. I noticed him right away. Okay. But he ain't paranoid. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we're like, wait, where is he? <gasps> there he yeah. Is. Like in shock, like now nah, he's here. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the whole episode, I was like, girl, you don't feel that? You right. don't feel that on your back? You don't <laughs> feel my eyes? Terrifying. Right behind you. <laughs> um. So I think for me, I admired um, Gia finally being allowed to express herself about how she feels about Rue and her sobriety and her skepticism about it. I feel like Mm -hmm. Gia, literally all she does is get traumatized, screamed at, pushed, door busted Mm -hmm. open. She don't got no door. Right. That's why she in Rue bed. She's like, I want to be somewhere where the door (laughs) I wonder how old her actress is. Uh... I feel like she has to be in her 20s. I she think. looks much older. The behind the scenes afterwards. <laughs> okay, that, that's the haircut. <laughs> that bob. It's also, not. She it. also has like a very like 
deep, mature sounding voice. Mm. Like she sounds like a woman. It's all because of the bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one TikTok song? Dun, 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 dun. A bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, I was just really happy to see her finally like be allowed to be skeptical about Rue. Yeah, um, I agree. Did we find her age? Right. Eighteen. Oh. Yeah, I thought she was young. Okay, yeah. Because I remember her when she was in that one movie with Oprah. Yeah. The Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. That's her? Mm Mm-hmm. Nature is. You know what? You're right. Yeah. I like that movie. I like the book better. Okay. I haven't seen either. Yeah, me either, (laughs) but... Y'all don't like black people. I get it. I get it. It's cool. Well, on that note... <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note um, we all Have love you black. black history month. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we love black people. Um, we support black podcasts. If you guys don't know, Marissa's Emmanuel black. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what the tag We're says all- on Instagram. <laughs> Marissa's black. There's three black people on this podcast. <laughs> There's two and a half. Right. <laughs> yes. Marissa's mixed. Her great great grandmother. Was a Cherokee princess? Oh my god. My grandma was Pocahontas. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> thank you guys for Thank you guys for sitting with me for this episode and we will be back next week. Bye. Adios. Adios.